Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 22 of Own the Road with Auto Trader, where we make car stuff simple for Canadians. My name is Jody Lai, and I'm the editor in chief of Auto Trader. And I am Auto Trader's road test editor, Dan Alika, and we are here to talk about something very exciting. It's my favorite time of year. It's the Auto Trader Awards. So now we finally know the winners for the 2023 Auto Trader Awards. Um, this is honestly one of the most important things that I am lucky enough to work on all year round. Um, we've built the Auto Trader Awards into Canada's most trusted automotive awards. And I'm so proud of that fact. I talk about it all the time. Not even just like, in a professional setting, like personally, she just brings it up all the time. It's true. It's, yeah. I'm so proud of this. Um, and the whole reason we do these awards is because we pride ourselves on giving expert, unbiased car advice. And the awards are kind of the, the biggest... Um, the cherry on top? That's, that's a great way of putting it, especially yeah. because I love ice cream. So ice cream yes. references really hit with me. Well, so yeah, it's like the bowl is the whole year doing the reviews, right? Yeah. Those are our scoops. And then the cherry <laughs> on top is, you know, our is the 20 Auto plus Awards. experts kind of putting our proverbial heads together um, through our scoring. And it's pretty, it's, you know, have you ever taken one of those surveys and you feel like it's very revealing that's how I feel every year that I fill out those those awards. So we, you know, Andy Lynn, our production editor, goes through a lot, a lot of work behind the scenes getting this short list together because we do evaluate every car on the Canadian market. Yeah, and so not just being the most trusted, the Auto Trader Awards are also Canada's most comprehensive. Exactly. And so we are considering every single new vehicle that's available for Canadians to buy. But when you look at that list... That's like 350 cars. And when you're, it's it's like, it feels very revealing because you are taking a step back and it makes you think again. You look back at notes. You, you know, sometimes you, sometimes I'll sit down and just say, okay, what does my gut say about this category first and foremost? And then I'll like, then take that more in-depth look at it. But it is, it, it, it's really like, it feels raw and sometimes I'm like man like I can't believe I didn't you know I didn't feel better about this car earlier this mm -hmm. year or why did I give this car so much cra it's very like it's a it's a interesting you know moment to reflect as we go through the scoring yeah and especially you don't think that um the automotive industry changes that much from year to year but every year when we look at this list of eligible vehicles it's so different from the year before um especially in the ev space you know and this year we had to change um the way we looked at cars we had to change some of our categories yeah. um just to account for the fact that evs are so much more important than they were last year. And there's so many more options, so. We also lost a bunch of cars. That's true too, a lot of cars have been discontinued, right? Including the Honda Fit. I oh, love the Honda man. Fit. What a bummer. And that was that won the award last year, yeah. I think, for best subcompact vehicle. I think vehicle. it won two years in a row, at because least. Because it was so good. So good. Um, but the whole reason we do these awards is because, like, we know that it's very hard to figure out, like, what separates a good car from an award-winning car. There are so many great options out there. Um, and we know that if you're in the market for a new vehicle, those 
options can be kind of overwhelming. So we get all of our automotive experts together to vote on the best ones in over 30 categories um, to help you kind of feel more confident the next time you're looking for a car, you're not really sure, you know, which ones you should be looking at. Yeah. This is a great jumping off point for your research. So these cars, these winners represent um, the ones that got the most amount of votes from our experts. And what I always tell our experts is like, you're voting for a vehicle that you can feel confident recommending to your own friends and family. I think that's an important caveat because you don't want to say the you're voting for the for the car that you would buy because so many auto journalists they are would all be Porsches Porsches <laughs> or like Mazdas which is like an interesting thing right yeah. that it's just like auto journalists tend to like the way that Mazdas perform yeah and so it gets kind of a I don't say a disproportionate number of votes but they do tend to score highly but maybe not necessarily in categories that matter to yeah, consumers because right? like automotive journalists like Dan and I we, we love driving and yeah. so vehicles that are fun to drive and exciting to drive they, they get us excited and so those vehicles tend to get a lot of votes but we, if, when we tell people to vote for vehicles that you know your your mom would be comfortable driving yeah. like that's the kind of criteria we're y looking for. Yeah you're for. not like oh yeah uh, you know sporty handling hey mom what do you think <laughs> of this you know. I mean it's... my mom cares about that but I think most moms. You know, who, you know whose mom doesn't my mom. Yeah. Like, Your mom that's is so just sweet. Not, she is, but that's not something yeah. she would care about. So it's important to, to kind of give that little reminder yeah. to everyone. So just before we get into the winners, and we're not going to go through all of them because we literally have over 30 different categories but in every different body style. to autotrader.ca slash awards where you can find not only the winners, but the finalists, what makes a winner. We have descriptions. We have everything you could imagine and then some, including years past. So you can reference back yeah. to last year's winners and the year before and that. And you can see who's voting. Who are these experts we're always talking Shout about? Shout out to Brendan McAleer, Peter Bleakney, Jill, Jill McIntosh, Sammy Hadjassad, Vincent Obey, Matt St. Pierre. We have such an outstanding roster of contributors. Some of the most talented, um, most experienced people in this industry are voting on these awards. So you can feel very confident um, that these choices really represent the best of the best out there. Um, and when we're voting for winners, we're really looking for vehicles that go above and beyond what's expected to, to give Canadian drivers the whole package. You yes. know, we're looking at value, safety, um, innovation, technology, engineering. Like we really want something that goes above and beyond because that's what we think separates a good car from an outstanding award-winning car. And I think, you know, you touched on it. It's like the reality, it's not just you know, one of those like low hanging fruit talking points, but cars are so good these days that that is the differentiation. Now it's not bad car from good car. Not at all. It's every car is good. Which ones are the great ones? And that's what these awards are trying to figure out. Yeah. So we're going to go over a couple of the kind of important, more important categories, because like, again, we have a, an award for every single body style out there yeah. from trucks to wagons to minivans to sports cars so so get strapped in this is going to be a fun episode we get very excited about the awards because it's honestly we put so much effort into them it's true um because we take our jobs of of giving you guys expert advice very seriously we um, should maybe let's go through some of the the kind of 
you know, like the the categories that matter, but also some of the surprises would be would sure. Be fun. Okay, so I kind of wanted to start with um, our EV and green categories. Yep. So in years past, we kind of lumped all of the green cars into one category because there have been so many changes in this segment. We've divided them out. So this year we have awards for best PHEV. Best you, hybrid. You mean best PHEV? People don't say that. People say PHEV. Nobody says that. Email us at expert at trader.ca <laughs> if you say PHEV versus PHEV when you're describing your plug in hybrid. Please. I still don't think Dan's This is right like about that debate this. we had about people calling it the grocery store versus the supermarket. Nobody calls it the supermarket except for like the cast of Sesame Street, okay? That's where I learned everything, okay? <laughs> He also makes fun of me because I say soda instead of pop. Pop. It's pop. It's soda. No, it's not. Anyway, um, so yeah, we have best plug-in hybrid or PHEV, best hybrid, best premium EV, and best mainstream EV. So we're really trying to make sure our awards are the most helpful for you by kind of dividing out those categories because that's how we think people are looking for cars and researching cars. Absolutely. Um, so why don't we start off with the winner for best mainstream EV in the 2023 Auto Trader I Awards. haven't even looked at this. This is, this is actually a surprise. Is it really? Yes. Okay, so the winner is the Hyundai Ioniq 5. Good car. Good car. I love the Hyundai Ioniq 5 because it looks so cool. I honestly think it is one of the coolest looking EVs out there in this segment right now. It is... A rear wiper away from greatness. That's true. Um, so it's not perfect, but no. it's pretty, pretty close. I love the look. I love tons of range. Tons of range, tons of features. It really does like it hits all the marks that you could, you know, that you could want from a yeah. from an EV. And from a great. vehicle, not just an electric yeah. one, actually. It's true. Um it's it's roomy inside, very futuristic. It just design. needs a rear wiper. That's not that's a joke, but yeah. it's also true. Like for whatever, you know. Uh, with when it comes to EVs, the big thing, right, is aerodynamics and anything, any little gain that that they can make, these designers and engineers will. And so when they're testing in the wind tunnels, I guess you know the drag from that rear wiper, they decided to get rid of it. But in North America, especially where we're using salt on our roads in Canada, uh, most of Canada, I should say. Um, that buildup on the back yeah. of the car driving in the winter is just not. not and good. it is a hatchback. Like I know yes. they call it a compact crossover or it's something, not. but it's come on, it's a hatchback, yeah. and hatchbacks need a rear wiper. Yes. But anyway, love the Ionic Five. Yeah. Um, the other thing to note about that vehicle is that at the base level, it falls in under the incentive cap. I think most trims do. Most of them do, but there are higher up trims of like course. the all-wheel drive, dual motor, extended but, uh, range. But I think see what what Hyundai did that was kind of smart is. Instead of the trims, it's packages, so it keeps the right. so the trims qualify, and then you can add the packages as opposed to it being a separate trim. Yeah. So overall, just a really great vehicle, very deserving of that win. Yes. Um, and then so moving on, so best premium EV, Ooh. and so this is this is EVs that are we used to use a price cap. So this is the other way we've changed our awards. So we've used to we used to put a fifty grand price cap on it. We found that that wasn't it didn't really make that much sense. Also because the average transaction price of a new vehicle in Canada is up above like forty five grand now. Yeah. So so you can't a fifty thousand dollar price cap. That's no longer a premium vehicle. That's no. That's, that's a regular a vehicle. vehicle. So that's like, why we. Have had to change that and so the winner of the auto trader award for best premium ev is the ford f-150 lightning wow good one 
I love that truck. You really love that truck. Yes. Um, and it's great that all of our Game experts changer. kind of are on the same page. That is going to, I think, skeptics are going to be, become believers. Um, I think believers are just going to, you know, have their beliefs reinforced. Yeah. I think it's super cool. It can't tow. Uh, very much. But like, for everything else. But for everything else. And for, I think, for what most people use them for. That's what I yeah, said in my review. Exactly. Which you can find at autotrader.ca slash editorial. Uh, is that for what people largely use trucks for nowadays, F-150 Lightning does it all. Yeah, it has a huge front trunk. Like it's frunk. so, yeah, it's, it's a frunk, but it's so practical. Yeah. Um, it, it pretty much looks and operates like a regular F-150. Yeah. So it's familiar, which is nice because uh, with a lot of EVs, they're so radically different yeah. that it takes a little bit of getting used to, but like hopping into the F-150 Lightning, it feels so familiar. Yeah. And the that's only, really nice. Honestly, like the, the big difference you'll notice when you get inside um, is that the screen is this you know, vertical touchscreen from like the Mustang Mach-E instead of the big horizontal one from the from the F-150, the regular F-150. Otherwise, yeah, it, it feels just about the same. It's got the same clever touches with like, so that flip down desk, yes. um, that work surface and all that stuff. And even like the tailgate, everything is the same. It's just better, right? So it's got those onboard scales. It's got all kinds of cool stuff. Uh, that built-in generator, 9.6 kilowatt generator. That's amazing. Built right in. Amazing. You could go to the job site and plug a welder in. Yeah. Like, and you've heard stories of people powering their homes with it in yeah, a blackout. If you have one of those Ford uh, Pro Power home charging stations, yeah, you can reverse cycle the battery. So, you know, charge overnight. You could really power your house from the truck. Yeah, super cool stuff. Yeah. Um, so the F-150 Lightning, very deserving of that win. Um, let's do... How about this one caught my eye? Actually, I just wanted to add that the F-150 Lightning also won as our best overall green car. So in that category, we do wow. lump them all together. And that means the Ford F-150 Lightning got the most amount of votes for any green vehicle, yeah, that's which crazy. is super, super cool. And when you consider that in the premium category, it's up against stuff like the Porsche Taycan, um, that kind of stuff. So it's really neat that the Ford F-150 managed to be so impressive, even next to vehicles like that. Okay, so here's the one when I when I picked up the list. I didn't, like, look at it all. The one that caught my eye that I was, like, not surprised, like, oh, it shouldn't be here, but just, like, holy moly. What is it? Best overall truck. Uh-huh. You're thinking Ford F-150, maybe F-150 Lightning, all of this stuff, right? Nope. Ford Maverick. So that one is, so we were trying to figure out why the Ford Maverick was voted as the best overall truck. it's good. And it's really good. It's yeah. also available as a hybrid, which is amazing. Yeah. And it is so efficient. And the thing is with most trucks these days is that most full-size trucks have gotten too big and too expensive for most people. And so the Ford Maverick is a, an excellent option. It's realistically sized. The practicality is still there. They have lots of clever details. Um, it was very smartly designed. I think the other thing that it has in its favor is that traditional mid-sized trucks, like the Ford Ranger, they're not that much more efficient than full-size trucks. So why not? If you're if you're downsizing anyway, why not go with something that's going to, you know, save fuel, not even the hybrid, even the, the gas powered right. model. Um, but yeah, you're right. It's very clever. It's easy to drive. 
decent value. Like it, it really ticks a lot of boxes. The only thing that I will say that I wish Ford would do, and a Ford spokesperson told me that there's nothing physically stopping it. The hybrid is not all wheel drive. But if you look at the Ford Escape, which it uses the same powertrain, um, that is available. The hybrid is available with all wheel drive. So I really think Ford needs to carry that over. Uh, because the penalty, uh, as far as fuel efficiency, is like negligible. Yeah. So. And considering how popular all-wheel drive is with Canadians, it's kind of a no-brainer, yeah. right? So that's the only thing I would like to see, but it doesn't detract from, you know, the 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 win itself. Very well deserved. It is a great truck, very deserving of that award. Yeah. Um, and it's it's so impressive to me that our experts voted for it more than the F-150. Knowing how popular the F-150 is, but yeah. you know, that's not, it's a great truck. And you can argue that it's the best truck, but it's not the best truck for everybody. And you know what else you can argue? It is a real truck. So many people, are, that's not a real oh, truck. Oh, because it's not like that's a body like the, on frame truck. Oh, my friend Cam Loker. Oh, he is one of those like, that that Honda Ridgeline, that's oh, not a real truck. Come on, if it has an open bed, it's a real truck. That's what I say. Anyways, um, <laughs> there's my rant. But there's, okay, you know what else is really impressive? So best compact luxury car. Yes. Last year, it was the Genesis uh, G70, which yes. is a great compact luxury car. Emphasis on the compact. This year, it's the BMW i4. Love that. And that is so cool because that's the first time an EV has won in this category. That's what I really like as, you know, it's not just about our awards. It's about the automotive landscape itself, right? Is that before, like you were saying, that it really was kind of niche. And the reason our categories were, you know, best green vehicle and it included hybrids and, and plug-in hybrids as well as battery electrics is because that's what the market was made of. Now, not only are there more green choices, but they're better than they've ever been. Yeah, and especially with the i4, you know, it's based on the BMW 4 series. So the same thing about the F-150 Lightning, whereas that getting into the i4 felt really familiar because it yeah. looks like the regular 4 series inside, it's exactly Which the same. Which is somewhat unfortunate. <laughs> Because of that big grill that's the like boxy. What I said, it's like, um, what's her name from Hocus Pocus? The movie Hocus <laughs> Pocus, right? That's yeah, what it looks like. That's hilarious. Yeah. Uh, but I loved the i4 when I drove it. It had tons of range, like more than advertised. Yeah. And it was very easy. It was fun to drive. Um, it was very easy to get used to. And something that surprised me was that it's it's actually affordable. Yeah. I was very surprised that you can actually get one for under 60 grand. Yeah. Like, cool. that was mind-blowing to me. So, very deserving of that win. Um, Let's talk about some, um, okay, how about, especially, you know, inflation and cars are expensive. Best compact car. Great. Yeah, I love that. So, the winner of our best compact car is the Honda Civic. Well-deserved. Great Well-deserved. Built right here in Ontario. How about we should also talk about the fact that, and this isn't necessarily a knock on the last generation of the, or the last few generations of the Civic, but they were good. But the thing that always set the Civic apart in my mind in this segment is that it was always like a clear leader, right? It just made a lot of sense. But it kind of got a little bit lost. It was still a great car, but it just like, it wasn't the head and shoulders you know, leading compact car, right. but man, this new generation has yeah. really brought it back to that. Yeah, right. You're right. Cause it really embodies that whole thing we're looking for where it goes above and beyond what ex what's expected. It's so good. It looks good. It drives good. The interior is so cool. 
that honeycomb grill across the dash. Oh man, I really like that car. It's great. Yeah, love that it's built here locally. There's so there's so many good things about the Honda Civic. Um, also has a great reputation for being very reliable. Um, but that leads us to our next category, which is best mainstream performance car. Okay. And the winner of that award was the Honda Civic Type R. Boy, that I love that car. It's fantastic. I don't just like that car. I love that you car. You were really jazzed about it when you drove it last year. I had so much fun cruising around in it. And it was just like, it's not just because of the, like, you know, car, you expect cars to, to improve as the generations go along. Yes, it's better than the old one. It looks better, but it's just like so good. It feels like the engineers were really allowed to kind of cut loose a little bit. Yeah. And you and I had that discussion because I drove it right before I drove the Toyota GR Corolla, which is also really good. Um, but there's just some, there's kind of like this raw edge to the, to the Civic Type R that you want in a car like that. Yeah, and I think that was something that was missing from the previous totally one is that it just didn't have a lot of personality. Yeah. And when we're talking about performance cars, you have to get really animated and silly and have a little bit of fun with it. Plus, um, plus red carpet. Say no more. Oh, I love the red carpet. Yeah. That is so cool. Also, it looks so much cooler than the old one. Oh, the like old I one couldn't drive so the old ugly. one without feeling embarrassed about it, but the new Type R is Perfect. Looks great. Yeah. The wide body, but it's not over the top. Everything's subtle. It's good. Great. Love it. Very deserving of that win. Okay. What else? Let's um, talk. Let's talk about crossovers. You know, considering yeah, yeah. they're so popular, we haven't really touched. Yeah. On these. So best compact SUV, major segment for Canadian car shoppers. Yeah. Um, and the winner of that one is the Subaru Outback, which also won as our best overall SUV, which means it got the most amount of votes from our experts for every SUV in the whole And this market. is very cool because aside from a facelift, this is the same Outback that was introduced in 2019, I believe, which was largely the same yeah. as the Outback that was rolled out in 2015 or whatever it was. Aside from the power, that, that turbocharged engine that was added. The cool thing to see it win best overall SUV is it just goes to show you kind of the staying power of greatness. Yeah, because if you build a great product, it doesn't have to necessarily be, you know, the flashiest or the most innovative. It just has to be really good at what it does. Yeah. And the Subaru Outback is so practical. I used to drive one. Yep. Loved it. My parents drive one. They love it. My friends Carrie and Allie drive one. They Everybody who drives an Outback loves, loves it. it. Um, and, and recently when I went um, to like Arizona and, and Utah and all that, I saw tons of new Outbacks. They're very popular with people who are outdoorsy and go camping and hiking. You know what the Outback is a little bit, if you think about it, it's kind of like a fanny pack where it's like people who use them know that they're invaluable, but other people are like, that's not sexy. But but so practical. But so practical, yeah. and then once you start using one, you're Can't like, go back. oh man, this is this is where it's at. That's how I discovered my love of fanny packs. So that's the outback, right? Is that people yeah. who love them just know how great they are at what they do, and just because other people don't necessarily think they're cool, not only are those people what I like to call wrong, <laughs> but they're also now missing out on the best overall SUV 
for the 2023 Auto Trader Awards. Yeah, and the Subaru Outback is one of those vehicles that like once you drive it in the winter with winter tires and discover that it is a beast. And it's also very, Subaru's always had this black magic with fuel efficiency. Where it's like, how does it achieve these great numbers? Even with permanent all-wheel drive. Full-time all-wheel drive, and the thing is still very miserly. Yeah, I'm a big fan. Yeah, great, great SUV. I actually recommended one to a friend and said that it's the only car I've owned that I've ever missed. Really? And keep in mind, I owned a first-gen Mazda Miata. I was just about to bring that up. You missed the Outback more than your more. Miata? Wow. If that it, says if a lot. If it was still available with a manual transmission, I would I would still own an Outback. That's that's a good point. Although, the winner of our Best Subcompact SUV Award is yes. the Subaru Crosstrek. Which is available with a manual transmission. And it's one of the only vehicles that you can buy right now that is both all-wheel drive and available with a manual transmission. That is true. Um, I, I recommend the Subaru Crosstrek to a lot of people um, who are outdoorsy, who need the extra space. I like it because it's a little bit larger than the other vehicles in its segment. Yeah. Um, but also much more affordable oftentimes. And it drives pretty well. Yeah. Um, the addition of the 2.5 liter game engine. Changer. Game changer. Because that thing was gutless. That thing was before. so slow. Like, now that you can get that more powerful engine, it's perfect. And that's the thing. We've talked about this before. It's not about it being fast. That's not what we're looking for. But it's like the, the 2 liter as it sits, you know, there are some moments the transmission gets caught out where you do feel a little scary merging on the highway stuff like that, having just that little, it's not a ton more horsepower and torque. Um, it's its like, you know, 24 more horsepower, something like that. But it makes all the difference but when it, you're like passing someone. Just what you need, exactly. Yeah. That meet, The torque curve is like a little bit wider, so you can actually get up and go when you need to. Yeah, love to see that and uh, another well-deserved win. Yeah, congrats, Subaru. That's two big wins for them. That's great. Um, oh, here's an exciting one. Best premium performance car. I'm having a look. I'm trying so to catch it before you tell the me. The winner of that award is the Cadillac CT5V Blackwing. Take my money. Which is like honestly one of Dan's most favorite cars. And this is so impressive to me because this is the category where like Porsche 911s live in, Mercedes, AMG GTs, you know, Corvettes. Like these are heavy hitters. Take my money. So the fact that the Blackwing was so impressive... Um, is very cool to me. And I think one of the reasons why it won this category was because of the value aspect. Yeah. It's crazy. It's, I think it starts at like 85 grand. Which is a bargoon. It's insane to me. Like, no, I don't think Cadillac is making a ton of money off of those, but that's not the point. It's, it's ridiculous, but it's so, it's like both scary and powerful. It's like polished. It is the closest thing to a C7 yeah. Corvette uh, with four doors. It has everything that driving enthusiasts want. Manual transmission, Ma rear wheel drive, tons of output, and when you- It looks cool, oh. it's exclusive, it's a future collectible for sure. When I got it, I was so, like, when I went to pick it up, I saw the spec sheet, and it was, it was like black paint, I was like, oh, man, a black press car. And then I was like, oh, my, this thing's so menacing. It looks sick. It's got the, it had, mine had the bronze wheels on. Oh, my God. I'm having flashbacks. <laughs> it was so funny, too, because Ooh. I drove it very briefly when Dan had it. And he was like, Jody, be careful. 
be careful. And I'm like, Dan, I know how to drive. And he's like, but still, be careful. It wasn't that. It was, it was not a truck. It was like, hey, this thing will. And remember the clutch? You were like, I was like, this is a heavy clutch. And you're like, I've been driving manual since I was like 16. And then you went to press. You were like, I've never felt a heavier clutch than this. But it, I, I, I like that because it makes it that much more rewarding to drive because it is a little bit challenging. And, I, I, and I'm a firm believer that when sports cars are too perfect, it takes away from some of that experience, yeah. right? And so when you work harder for something, it just becomes more rewarding when you get it right. Okay, so, let's do one more because we promised that we would cut this one shorter okay. than the last. So let's squeeze one more in there and then we can... Ooh, I, this is a good one. So Canada's most trusted car brand. So this one is a very interesting category because it is the only one that our experts did not vote in. You voted for this. Yeah. So we, we Not, did a she survey. She doesn't mean me, by the no, way. <laughs> I'm she pointing She means at you, the, the, the listeners. For those of you who can't see Jody pointing, uh, it is yeah. you Canadians who are voting for yeah. the most trusted brand. So we did like a third-party blind survey where we asked, you know, when it comes to car brands, which is the one you trust the most? And we listed them all out. Every single mainstream automaker we listed out there. And Toyota came in first place. So thank you everyone to, who voted in that survey. I think that's a really great win for Toyota. It makes yeah. so much sense. You know, they have an amazing reputation for reliability. Yeah. Um, their stuff is affordable. There's something for everyone. Their lineup is massive, like all the way from subcompact cars all the way up to full-size trucks. And, you know, they, they build some vehicles in, in Canada. Yep. It's really like... The, the presence that Toyota has is like felt yeah. across the country. And they're pioneering, you know, hybrid vehicles. They've been a pioneer in that space for a really long time. Yeah. Um, and, you know, they they just have something for everybody. Sports cars, vans, everything. Oh, my God. We can even talk about the fact that the Supra is now available with a manual transmission. See, if you want to talk about how crazy, like Toyota could have just said, hey, we're, we make hybrids and that's that. But they didn't. They said, we're going to give you the GR Corolla and a manual Supra. I love it. Well-deserved win. We're right on time here. Let's shut her down before we go over this, this <laughs> self-imposed time limit. Well, if, if you all want to know more about the Auto Trader Awards, please visit autotrader.ca slash awards. Talk faster. Where you can see all of the winners. You can see what we're looking for. Again, really proud of all this. Um, so thank you for tuning into this episode and, and for, you know, supporting our awards because it really is so much fun for us to do. Three seconds, McGruber. Okay, bye, everybody. See ya.